0: Air travel is never an enjoyable experience. At its best, it's a means to an end. It gets you where you need to go faster than any other option. But at its worst, it's a dark glimpse into mankind at its most feral and depraved. (laughs) Up in the sky in that metal tube, crammed shoulder to shoulder with hundreds of other people, civilization regresses to a primal state where the rules of society are merely a suggestion. And a single spark can set off a fuse leading to utter pandemonium. And when it does, you're stuck in it. If you're lucky, things go smoothly, you get where you're going, and that's that. But as we've seen increasingly over the years, thanks to the rise of smartphones, sometimes your luck runs out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, in the post-COVID lockdown era especially, this is most commonly seen in incidents involving people who decide that a mild conflict or misunderstanding is worth getting arrested and thrown onto the no-fly list permanently. But it's not always personal aggression that leads to a nightmare at 35,000 feet. Sometimes it can also be digestive aggression. If uh, you're eating food right now, this is your last warning. But if you're in the bathroom right now, you're going to love this. Oh, this this. is perfect. Uh, Here's Insider. A transatlantic Delta Airlines flight on Friday was forced to turn around after a passenger had a, quote, medical issue, which audio from the flight deck suggests involved a passenger having diarrhea in the aircraft's cabin. (laughs) The plane was two hours into the eight hour journey from Atlanta to Barcelona, Spain, when it made a U-turn, data from flight radar 24 indicates. We're turning this plane around. It, what happened? Uh, please do not climb any further because it makes the stuff roll down the aisles.
0: So yeah, here's the audio of the pilot explaining this to air traffic control. Negative, it's just a, a biohazard issue. I, you know, we've had a passenger had diary all the way through the airplane, so they want us to come back to Atlanta. So, huh, that mm. phrase, diarrhea all through the airplane, wh- what exactly did they mean by that? Oh, okay, so uh. not sure what I expected, but yeah, that's definitely diarrhea all through the plane. Mm-hmm. So what exactly happened here? I, well, I know what happened, but I... Mean, I we, yeah, yeah, we know what happened, but what happened? What was it like? Well, you know, the
1: Atlanta airport has a, a lot of food options, many of them good, many of them questionable. You, you really
0: got to think about what you eat before you get on an eight-hour plane ride. Oh, just one last Chick-fil-A sandwich. Yeah, uh, Barcelona, Spain, they
1: don't have Chick-fil-A there. I got to eat as many Chick-fil-A sandwiches as humanly possible.
0: Well, the Daily Mail, they knew that their depraved readers <laughs> would want to know more about this, so they published the inside story about what went down. A passenger on the Delta flight that was forced to turn around after another traveler suffered a bout of diarrhea in the aisle said it ran all the way through the plane. The aircraft had set off from Atlanta but touched back down in the city at 10.40 p.m. after the grim accident was deemed a biohazard. The flight did not take off again on the trip to Barcelona until it was fully cleaned and had the carpet ripped out about five hours later after 2.30 a.m. People who were on the plane last Friday shared details of the horrific experience on social media. One woman, known as DW on X, wrote, My partner was on that flight. It was pretty bad. It was dribbled down the aisle, smelled horrible. The vanilla-scented disinfectant used on it only made it smell like vanilla shit.
1: I think it's wild that, like, the logistics of this resulted in them having to sit and wait for the carpet of the plane being ripped out. And there were no other options. And and it's... The only other option is you burn the whole plane. Wash and wash. That plane's never going to be clean again. That carpet, yeah. Especially for the people who just lived through that.
0: This is why, you know, carpet. I I bought a house full of carpet and gradually I'm removing it. It, it, Carpet is disgusting. Yeah. Airplanes shouldn't have carpet. Nowhere should have carpet.
1: That's why I love watching those carpet cleaning videos with the guys that have the rakes and the push things on it. Yes. Getting all that Disgusting the, the, garbage the, out of it. The
0: rug. There's a rug guy on YouTube. Uh, yeah. he takes these old uh, shitty f- Persian rugs that are just black. Yeah, and makes them uh, brand new. Uses about a Olympic sized pool's worth of water, pressure washing that thing over and over again, and uh, it's beautiful. What well, he does. Well,
1: this what happened on this plane is more of a job for the crime scene cleaners accounts on uh, YouTube and. Yeah, and uh, Instagram, but uh, yeah, no. Especially be, having just lived through this, you're never going to get that smell out from your nose when associated with that specific yeah, plane. Yeah,
0: uh, it is the the sense most tied to memory. So, and
1: what would you would you
0: rather tough it out in the middle of the flight or? Well, uh, you know, I I don't know, I don't know. I assuming it was as bad as it apparently was. Um, yeah, it seemed like uh, way worse
1: than what I'm, you know, not at the time what I was imagining. But uh, after seeing everything, I'm like, yeah,
0: that's pretty bad. It's a lot of shit. That's a full, large intestine full of shit. Yeah. And it is in that carpet. They do not have the tools to do anything about it at that altitude. And you're on an eight-hour flight. You're presumably going to have meals served uh, during that no, time. sir. Dinner is served. Uh, yeah, I...
1: Would you like some Biscoff wafers to uh, calm the scent, ease the palate? I don't
0: know, because, like, they, it, they were already two hours out, so that's two hours back. Two hours back versus six hours, and you actually get to your destination. I don't know. It would be hard, but this is just another great reason to always wear an N95 mask on yeah, an Yeah, I was just
1: going to say, it's like, <laughs> you know, every, hey, everyone on the plane, all right. Hopefully all of you at least have a mask on you just in case.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and put them on. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're not, if not for COVID, for something like this. Exactly. Because it, it does, it, it works. Uh,
1: well, the Daily Mail article continues. Another passenger who was on the Airbus A350 aircraft to Barcelona with his wife said it was a mess <laughs> and that a whole new carpet had to be put in, which ended up being a five-hour cleaning operation. The ex-user John Hurt wrote, both my wife and I were on the flight. It was a mess. The pilots made the right decision to turn around. The ground crew ripped out the carpet and put new one in. Zansby Swanson oh shit, is a wonderful name that uh, lines up perfectly. I, I think the guy's still in the, the Atlanta Braves, Dansby Swanson. Oh. A little too close. Uh, he might I, it might not be un- a joke name about yeah. doing Xanax. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Zansby Swanson shared on X that his little brother was also on the flight and managed to capture a video of the scene. At first he tweeted, little bro headed abroad right now, but his plane had to go back to Atlanta an hour into the flight because someone shit up and down the aisle. While other passengers would have been frustrated by the inconvenience, his little brother found the situation to be very amusing. He wrote, haven't laughed harder than his phone call to me at midnight to explain why he was still in America. He said it was the funniest
0: thing he's ever experienced. I mean, yeah, like... What a great way to look you, at it. what a, what a great outlook to right. Have. You're stuck on this plane, regardless. like at least enjoy the absurdity of it, which understandably, you know, if you have a strong sense of smell might be might be difficult. Yeah. but uh, you're a part of something that almost never happens, and it's it's just the absurdity of, of just enjoy of life. Uh,
1: take it all in uh, well, not all of it, but uh, visually,
0: mentally, not olfactorily.
1: yeah. I like the guy was like, They've made, they made the right decision. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they made the
0: just Just in case you were wondering. Uh, I know everyone's wondering right now. No, they, <laughs> no I was happy to, uh, you know, waste like 10 hours yeah. and do a different flight again. Well,
1: another thing, uh, you know, I don't want to say that there were different parts of this that were lucky because no one was lucky in this situation. But Atlanta is the hub of Delta. So they were able to do that replacement operation yeah. simply because the entire company
0: operates out well, of the airport. They ended up on the same plane, too. And they said said it was great. They're like, you you would have never known that someone had diarrheated up and down (laughs) this plane, this exact same plane. Um, Wow. And uh, also, like, multiple people on this flight were flying from Atlanta to Barcelona to immediately get on a cruise. And, like, some of them missed their cruise. It's just like, why are you flying halfway around the world on a plane so you can get on a giant boat? I don't know where that boat's going, but... uh... And also, if you're doing that, you know not all planes aren't always on time schedule your flight like a day and a half in advance what are you doing yeah enjoy the city yeah <laughs> landing in barcelona and be like well that's beautiful anyway off to yeah, my boat i'll see it Idiot. on the way out <laughs> of the window of the van on the way to the cruise ship hey is that the sagrada well anyway off to the boat now mm-hmm. anyway still even with all that description none of that explains what actually happened mm-hmm. i mean was the woman running down the aisle to go to the bathroom wait it was a woman it was a woman and lost control of her bowels, like, were the... I'm curious, because, like, how did so much of it end up outside of her her clothes well, is... on the ground? Was she wearing a dress? Was she free-balling it? She's a turd burglar. She'd been stealing all these turds for so
1: long, and finally it just broke. I guess. Yeah. And, and liquefied.
0: I now, mean... you've, never,
1: you've never had, like, a, a bout of sickness where you, you don't know where it's coming from? It's just coming? Oh, yeah. So someone just had a really unfortunate Uh, scenario here.
0: Yeah, I mean, it it is horrible timing, but it's also... Yeah, you got got to just assume that this person uh, suddenly was like, oh, fuck, and they started running, and it was was too damn late. Sometimes you
1: can't hold it in.
0: But yeah, it it is kind of odd that no one actually who saw it happen is willing to describe the event. They're describing the aftermath, Mm -hmm. but that's probably for this very... This poor (laughs) poor woman's benefit, because... Good lord. Uh, And maybe they're just traumatized enough without having to relive the moment. What if it's the same woman that saw the ghost on the back of the plane? (laughs) That motherfucker is not real but I gotta take a big shit. Uh, My diaper's full. Yeah, maybe she she got so, uh, just intoxicated by all of the interviews she's been giving in the weeks since then that she's like, I need to keep this going. I need to do something else crazy on a plane. It's the wildest I need to uh, take a shit on
1: a plane. I, I think we've talked about it, but it is so wild that like, everyone was actually like you know, we, pr- we should probably leave this woman alone. Like, she's clearly yeah. just having a psychotic break, and she's like, no! Don't leave me alone! I want to talk about I want about all it.
0: the attention. Hello, TMZ? Yeah. Uh, it's me, the lady from the plane. I'd I'm like... dressed
1: exactly like I was that day, and for some reason I'm at the airport. Please yeah, meet up with me.
0: Weird. But, but yeah, yeah, in any case, shitting yourself this badly in front of hundreds of people whose travel plans you just ruined, and then having to remain in their presence for two hours while the plane heads back to where you just were, it's got to be one of the most mortifying experiences Anyone has ever dealt with. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely terrible for everyone involved, except the pilots. They got that door there. They yeah. probably like, Stewardess, do not under any, we're locking the damn door. Thank you, 9 11, for putting yeah, locks exactly. on the door. I was just doors. gonna say, like, <laughs> in this one scenario, 9 11 really came through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, while this is definitely an isolated incident, it's still uh, less isolated than you would hope. Here's CNN. It's
1: not the first flight this summer to have the passenger experience disrupted by bodily fluids. This week, Air Canada issued an apology after two passengers were told to sit in inadequately cleaned seats that had been covered in vomit on a previous flight. Ugh. The incident happened on a flight between Las Vegas and Montreal on August 26th. And on June 30th, a traveler on an Air France flight from Paris to Toronto found his seat's footwell still wet with a previous passenger's blood and diarrhea. <laughs> Oof. Uh, Habib Batah told CNN that he noticed a strange smell like manure. <laughs> but when he alerted a flight attendant, he was handed wet wipes and had to clean the area himself before being offered blankets from business class to soak up the waste. Ugh. We had to sit there smelling the blood for the next seven hours, he told CNN. Th- that's
0: almost worse because it's like pretty much just you having to deal with it. You've been cursed by Every- the bloody diarrhea. Everyone else in the plane is completely oblivious. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the- or
1: they think it's you that smells.
0: Oh yeah, that's a good point.
1: Yeah, like I would constantly be. Hey, pointing, by the way, it's not me. Someone some, else shit some, here. Someone shit here. It's
0: not me. It's not me smelling like shit. Also, diarrhea and blood—that sounds like, sounds bad. Sounds like someone's. Uh,
1: Follow someone's, that trail of diarrhea. We might yeah, find a body.
0: Call the local health department and yeah. track that person down because that's not good or normal. Something is going on. So yeah, fuck, fuck all of that. Fuck everything about all of that. Bring a mask on the flight just in case. Yeah. yeah. I always got a, a slug of masks uh, just in case. And maybe some like essential oils and smelling salts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the mask.
1: <laughs> I Bring my little humidifier with me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, after hearing about all these incidents, even our worst air travel experiences sound like heaven. By comparison. I've been caught
1: on the tarmac in Vegas before, and that is not a pleasant experience.
0: Yeah, the worst is when the plane like can't take off, uh, but they also can't turn the AC on, yeah. so you're just cooking. Mm-hmm. But yeah, air travel, it can truly be a nightmare. But, you know, what other options are there? Obviously, for shorter trips, there's cars and trains, but the train options here in the U.S. are abysmal. But what about the long trips, like trips across the Atlantic? Well, one man is trying to innovate new options for transatlantic travel. And he's actually a guy that we've talked about before a little over two years ago. Hamster man. He's who, back. Who previously tried and, and failed to travel from Florida to New York City recently tried another attempt with an even more ambitious goal of traveling all the way to London in his big old hamster wheel. Uh Here's the New York Times. As Hurricane Franklin
1: was barreling towards the eastern United States last month, the United States Coast Guard, preparing off the coast of Georgia, encountered another unexpected phenomenon. Alone at sea was a man in a buoyant human-sized hamster wheel who claimed he was trying to journey on the Atlantic Ocean. Again, the man... (laughs) Reza Bellucci, 51 of Florida, told officers he had planned to travel more than 4,000 miles to London in the homemade vessel, which the Coast Guard later described as unsafe, given that it was built with buoys. Mr. Bellucci, who has been attempting similar voyages since 2014, threatened to kill himself should officers interrupt his mission, the Coast Guard said. He was eventually persuaded to leave his vessel on August 29th and was charged in federal court in Miami on Tuesday with obstruction of boarding and violation of the Captain of the Port Order. Sir, you have been found in violation of the captain of the port order. This
0: is maritime law. Yeah. Into yeah. the stocks with you. Yeah. Uh, it continues. According to the Coast Guard, Mr. Balucci was first spotted on August 26th, around 70 nautical miles off the coast of Tybee Island, Georgia. Ooh. Officers asked him to show his registration documents, but <laughs> he could not find them, according to a complaint <laughs> filed Tuesday in the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Florida. In They're Miami. around
1: here somewhere in this ball. Let me just... Uh... <laughs> No, I don't have my license and registration on me. I'm in a giant hamster
0: wheel. When officers approached Mr. Balucci's vessel in a similar boat and asked him to disembark, he said he had a 12-inch knife and would kill himself. So they returned to their ship, which remained nearby, according to the complaint. The next day, officers tried again, but this time, Mr. Balucci showed them two knives. Where did he get a second knife? <laughs> <laughs> again, threatening to kill himself. Also, the Each most, time you come back, I'm pulling out another knife. The most dangerous
1: item you could have on an inflatable ship.
0: Yeah, pointy objects, not great. But, uh... Because when,
1: when he said he was going to kill himself with a knife, I, I thought, you know, you could do that in a very non-bloody way. You just pop the device and go and right. go under.
0: Maybe that's what he meant.
1: But again, why would
0: you need more than one knife? I don't know, especially when you're living in a blow-up hamster wheel. It seems like it's not a big, uh, it's very, there's no need for two knives. No. We don't know how many knives he had, though. He then grabbed some wires and said he would blow himself (laughs) up, according to the documents. Later, he told the officers that the so-called bomb was fake. Mm -hmm. It was two days before officers who had tried to deliver food, water, and news of the approaching hurricane to Mr. Balucci were able to coax him from his floating wheel. On Friday, they brought him ashore in Miami Beach.
1: Okay, so credit where it's due, Hamsterman did manage to at least make it a little bit farther towards his destination this time. Whereas last time, he only made it about 20 miles in the wrong direction before being washed ashore. This trip to London was his fourth attempt in a decade, with a slightly different hamster wheel each time. Yeah, he's iterating. So he's he's gradually getting better. Yeah,
0: can, it, he's, he's improving.
1: Yeah. At this rate, uh, by the time he's in his his 70s, he might actually be able to pull this off. Now, clearly this is a matter of life and death for him. So (laughs) he will not be stopped. Yeah. Oh, wait, never mind. It looks like he departed from Washington, D.C. this time, not Florida. So he actually veered
0: wildly off course, even worse than last time. Yeah, that's insane. He's, He's a modern day Christopher Columbus. And no one's, I didn't see in any reporting the D.C., but on his YouTube channel, he describes the trip as D.C. to London. Yeah. So he 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 drifted thousands of miles directly south when he should have been going northeast. He gets off. He get, opens the door. I finally made it. Ah, look
1: at all these uh, Londoners. It's just in Jacksonville or something. And it, so it. it
0: has he never like installed like a working GPS? Like, does he? No need. Does he think that if Get he the internal
1: GPS, if right he here. just
0: he just points, he's like, all right, it's about roughly that direction, and just starts running that way, like yeah. he'll end up at his destination? Because ocean like,
1: currents, what are those? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, assu- I mean, maybe he could have caught. Does the Gulf Stream take you up? Yeah, I guess it would take you.
1: Well, I think that's in the air.
0: Uh, there's a water one too, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. In a sailboat, yeah, we're you know, pretty good. What, what's it called in the uh, Finding Nemo movie where they jump in with the turtles? I don't know. The you know they got a term for it. It's a little highway underwater. He needs to just catch that. Yeah, yeah. He'll be fine.
0: Anyway, here's here's more from the article. This this guy's this guy's wild. We love yeah. this guy.
1: Mr. Bellucci had spent thousands of dollars making improvements to the craft <laughs> called a hydropod which was equipped with a satellite phone, a water filtration system, a solar array, neoprene wetsuits, and a stockpile of granola and ramen noodles, he said in an interview at the time. But he aborted his adventure when he realized his backup GPS device and charging cables were missing. I know what I'm doing, he said in the 2021 interview, in which he noted that the purpose of his attempted trips was to raise money to help homeless people and for other charitable causes. He added, I am not dumb. Would a dumb guy do this?
0: I also, got two knives! Also, he keeps saying that this is, like, for charity, but there doesn't seem to be any evidence, like... He spent
1: thousands on building this thing that like, he could have just given does it to Does he charity.
0: understand how, like, charity, you actually have to set... You have to set up a way, like, for people to, like, pledge to support. He's just doing this and being like, I'm doing it for charity. Yeah. Pretty cool. And this guy, I... I guess He was, like, a refugee in, like, the... From Iran in the 70s, and he did, uh back in the day, he did like the Forrest Gump like run across America thing like multiple times. That's where he got a taste for this. Yeah. And like at the time he got a lot of press. It's like, oh, this Iranian refugee is like showing, you know, the the the, the power of uh, positive thinking. It's that
1: first generation American spirit.
0: But yeah, at some point he decided, I'm going to do you one better. I'm going to cross the Atlantic on foot. No one's ever done it. And I'm going to design this giant Wheel full of balloons. It's uh, and, uh. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna look real. You're gonna be the this one is who looks the, dumb when I pull this off. He experienced
1: like the ultimate when you when you leave home and you forgot your charger or your phone or something. Oh. <laughs> He's seventy miles off yeah. the coast. Well, oh wait a shit. second, uh, wh- my bag with all my cables got switched up with my bag with all my knives in it. Yeah. Huh. And what am I gonna do with all these knives?
0: Stab, stab. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sinking. Anyways, Hamsterman's trip was yet another failure. But but things could have definitely gone a lot worse out there in the high seas, uh, including in ways that we've never heard of before. When you think of sharks, you probably picture big, powerful creatures like Great Whites that can bite you in half. But, you know, there's all sorts of sharks, some of which are very small. Mm -hmm. One of these small sharks is called the Cookie Cutter Shark. Well, that sounds fun. And it's usually only about a foot and a half long. It's really not not all that intimidating at first glance. It's got the cute name, it's little. I'm going to pet the Cookie Cutter Shark. (laughs) Until you see those teeth. What the fuck is that? And then you find out what these little guys are capable of, and and you've got yet another reason to just stay the hell away from the ocean and never get in. Here's CNN.
1: The dramatic ocean saga that led to three men being rescued this week from a sinking inflatable catamaran off the Australian coast has been pinned on an unusual culprit, a small cigar-shaped shark that leaves such perfectly round wounds it's called the cookie cutter. The sailors, two Russians and one French national, were pulled from the sea on Wednesday on their way to the northeastern Australian city of Cairns from the remote Pacific nation Vanuatu, authorities said. In an Instagram post after the rescue, the group said the attacks were by cookie-cutter sharks, which damaged the rear-left balloon of the boat on Monday and left it completely submerged underwater. The group lasted another day, until the cookie-cutters attacked again late Tuesday, this time biting through the right balloon. The attacks left their inflatable boat partly sunken, prompting them to issue a distress call to nearby vessels in the early hours of Wednesday. The crew and their belongings were rescued by cargo ship, the Dugong Ace, but the sinking catamaran was abandoned in the ocean, the Instagram post said. They hunt inflatable boats, and our vessel just had many, many holes and started to go down, one of the sailors. Evgeny Kovalevsky told
0: CNN affiliate Nine News in a video after the rescue. It's pretty wild, but uh, do you think maybe they're just, like, blaming the sharks because one of them brought a big bag of knives, and uh, I was like,
1: oh, jeez. Don't worry, guys. If the Coast Guard comes up to try to stop us, I've got all these knives. With me. God,
0: fuck. Ah, I dropped one. All right, well, one of our balloons has been popped by one of the knives I this brought. This definitely but won't happen again. we've still got again. this other balloon. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right, well. Uh... This happens all the time, at... so you'd
1: be, a, you'd be astonished to hear yeah. how many times this happens.
0: Sailors are always bringing way too many knives out too with Too many them. knives. Especially They're always getting hung by their inflatable. own cards Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it continues. Uh, despite its small size, the cookie cutter, *Isistius brasiliensis, has an appetite for large prey, usually targeting seals, whales, and dolphins, according to the Florida Museum of Natural History. Its unique feeding method is how it got its name. First, the shark entices prey with its glowing underside, which can deceptively look like small fish in the deep ocean. When the prey is close... The shark then uses its sucking lips and sharp upper teeth to attach itself to the larger animal. Then it spins its body around using its larger serrated bottom teeth to cut a cookie-shaped chunk of flesh, leaving a circular wound in the prey's body, according to the museum. Even submarines have come under attack before with round chunks torn off their sonar domes. Fuck this. Yeah, imagine just if, if it worked, if the
1: shark's plan had worked and they got these guys in the water. Like piranhas they aren't look even like Swiss cheese. Piranhas
0: aren't even real, like in the sense that people think they are. You but, don't put your leg in the water and bring up a bone. No, but oh. this is real. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, it's just going like a... yoink. I'm just here for a chunk. I'm not here for the whole thing. Yeah, just a cookie-sized chunk.
1: Still meat on that bone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and if you go looking for it, you can find endless photos of what cookie-cutter sharks can do to the bodies of larger or significantly larger animals than themselves. It's not pretty. A more appropriate name would be the ice cream scooper shark, because its victims look like they've had chunks scooped right out. But at least when it attacks a seal or a whale, it's doing it for food. Why did these sharks repeatedly attack this inflatable boat? As one representative of the Australian Maritime Safety Authority told CNN, there's many reasons the vessels are attacked by sharks. However, the motivations of these sharks
0: is unclear but we have top men on the case. Could there perhaps be some sort of global human-animal war happening right now in which the animals are behaving strangely, Hmm. going out of their way to attack boats and humans in other natural settings after hundreds of thousands of years of being subjugated and murdered?
1: Yeah, it seems like because of the boat attacks, like maybe they're just trying, all these animals are trying to get on the boats because they're like, water too hot. It's too hot in here. Way too hot. Let me in. Yeah. Save
0: me. Save me. I don't know. It's uh, interesting things are happening in the animal kingdom. I don't like it. Back to that guy with the inflatable
1: boat. The
0: hamster wheel. Oh, the hamster wheel, yeah.
1: You know what he should do instead of trying to go across the Atlantic? Uh, and it would be a lot of fun for him because it seems like, you know, I don't want to say the word unsinkable because that uh, irony always strikes. But he should do that uh, that straight between like the horn of South America to Antarctica where it's just like, I mean, yeah, sure, the waves are like 200 feet tall, but you're in a bubble. Yeah, you could do that. or and, It'll
0: push you over there. Or do the Strait of Gibraltar. Yeah. See see if the whales, see how oh, they respond no, to that. Oh, no, 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 no.
1: That's uh, that's, that's going to be a big problem.
0: Imagine if one of those cookie-cutter sharks got a hold of this ball. I don't know if the orca, like, the orca knows what a boat is, knows what the rudder is. I don't. The orca wouldn't know what to make of this. We'd probably think it was like a big jellyfish floating on top of the water. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Anyway, I, I would
0: be impressed if he did it. I think he should and it's only like it's like 50 miles that's what I'm saying much easier yeah. start start just a little bit small yeah' getting too ambitious here yeah when you fail at, at at one task you don't try the same thing again but three times farther
1: I I get the mindset there it's like you know aim aim bigger and then you'll meet your original goal very easily you know yeah well yeah. I went you know the, I was originally going to go like a 1,000 miles, and I, I failed at this mission, but I still made the 1,000 miles. So we're all winners now. Anyways, Anyways yeah, we've, we've done air news and sea news. It's time for some land news. Hell yeah, I love the land. Congressman George Santos, who has so far spent his entire term in Congress getting called out for rampant pathological lying and facing serious criminal charges, is back in the news this week because CBS News got their hands on an internal document from his 2022 campaign showing that at least some of his lies were known about within his campaign and within the Republican Party. The vulnerability report was bad enough that it led to multiple staffers quitting his campaign, but it's fascinating to read through because half of it is really shady stuff that was eventually discovered once he was in office, and the other half is basically, he seems kind of like a lip. (laughs) So let's just read a few of the bullet points.
0: Santos claims that he graduated with an MBA from New York University and a Bachelor of Economics and Finance degree from Baruch College. However, the registrar offices at both institutions said there was no record of Santos earning any degree from either university. Santos was married to Uwadla Vieira from 2012 to 2019. It's unclear what Vieira's immigration status was at the time of the marriage. While married to Uwadla Vieira, social media posts indicate that Santos dated and lived with a man who was an illegal immigrant. The man later said he was fearful of being deported once Trump was elected. Santos began dating his current partner-slash-fiancee while he was still married to Vieira. Santos said his most controversial political stance is that he supports giving DACA recipients green cards. He acknowledged it is an unpopular position for Republicans, but believes America has more to gain from the contributions of this subset of undocumented immigrants. Santos supports an open door for those who received temporary status from the Obama administration. Santos has made a career out of working for companies that have been accused of fraud and scamming customers.
1: Huh. Yeah, it then goes on to list a ton of bullet points about Santos' shady business dealings, like working for a literal Ponzi scheme. But it's definitely a real mixed bag. (laughs) Like, yeah, I mean, uh, fraud and all this stuff. He also thinks we shouldn't
0: treat, like, uh, immigrants like they're fucking uh, hordes of orcs.
1: Or at the very least should follow through on our promises made by the previous administration. Huh. By people who are doing everything right trying to come here. Yeah. Uh, So, definitely a lib. Uh, Yeah, this guy is super sketchy and has lied about so many things, and his personal finances make no sense. But even worse, he once said that the Affordable Care Act shouldn't be repealed, and that steps should be taken to reduce greenhouse gases. Oh my god, unelectable. (sighs) It's an interesting look at Republican politics, that's for sure.
0: And their priorities.
1: Yeah. uh, It's also, notably, it doesn't include some of the more outlandish things about George Santos that would later be revealed. Like how back in Brazil, he was a drag queen and was arrested for check fraud. Or how he allegedly used check fraud to steal dogs from the Amish as part of a fake pet rescue that he ran. Or, you know, how he probably ran a credit card skimming operation. All those things.
0: Yeah. Whatever. They didn't make it in there, but even without all that stuff... uh... It's just this, like, four-page report of just, like, yeah, this guy's uh, sketchy as fuck. Anyway, the Democrats haven't figured any of this stuff out, so. Yeah. Oh, well. We'll run him. And, you know, he probably won't win. It's fine. But, you know. No big deal. We're the shot. Yeah. Oh, he won? This Uh, is probably going to look bad uh, on Do you still have that vulnerability report, like, saved anywhere? Can you you get rid of that? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. I think we're good. Yeah. They deleted the document. Anyways, yeah, Santos was supposed to be going to court this week for those crimes he's accused of, but that's been delayed. And it's unclear exactly why, but here's Politico. Representative George Santos and his former campaign aide, both indicted by federal prosecutors, appear to be in plea talks with the government, according to court papers filed Tuesday. Prosecutors in the Santos case asked the judge overseeing the case to delay a court hearing set for Thursday because the parties have continued to discuss possible paths forward in this matter. They added, The parties wish to have additional time to continue those discussions. Santos, a first-term Republican from New York, pleaded not guilty in May to federal charges of wire fraud, money laundering, and theft of public funds. Prosecutors accused him of fraudulently obtaining unemployment benefits, using campaign contributions to pay down personal debts, and purchasing designer clothing and lying to the House of Representatives about his financial condition. It continues, Last month, one of Santos's former campaign aides, Samuel
1: Mealy, was also indicted for allegedly impersonating a House leadership aide while soliciting contributions for Santos' campaign. Miley, who was charged with wire fraud and identity theft, pleaded not guilty. On Tuesday, however, prosecutors in his case told the court that they and Miley needed to delay a hearing to accommodate ongoing discovery review and plea negotiations, adding that negotiations concerning a potential resolution of this case without the need for a trial are active and ongoing. Santos, who is running for (laughs) re-election, wow, has previously said he doesn't plan to resign from the House and intends to continue his campaign. I'm going to fight the witch hunt. He told reporters in the hours following his arraignment, "I'm going to take care of clearing my name."
0: Sure you are, buddy. Yeah. Sure you are. But yeah, if he if he gets a plea deal, I wonder wonder what that like I feel like this is so severe that like they can't just let him off with probation, but I don't fucking know. Once you're in Congress, it's like the rules are different. Imagine losing the next election to George Santos. Uh, he's he's almost certainly not going to win, like the people who elected him, who were literally just checking a box, uh, they, they don't like him. Yeah. He is not welcome in his own uh, district. But yeah, who knows? I mean, Americans are fucking stupid.
1: Yeah, it could happen.
0: Once they they, they wa- just see that R next to the name. Once they find out that he uh, doesn't want to repeal Obamacare and uh, thinks that you are gone, illegal buddy. immigrants are fellow human beings, I mean, that's, that's what's going to kill him. Well, not on the other stuff. I'm
1: sure once they found out he was gay, they were immediately regretting their voting choice. (laughs) Hold on! A gay Republican? Out of the closet?
0: I mean, it's Long Island. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how homophobic they are out there. uh, I don't know. Yeah, but like, not. I don't know if they're. Like, the the Long Island, like, Republican thing, I don't know. It's not like the same sort of, like, religious Republican that you find in, like, places like the South. It's more of a
1: Staten Island thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a Staten Island thing. Yeah. Uh. Anyways, before we move on to the headlines half of the show, it's time to let you know that this episode is sponsored by AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. AG1, the everything drink. Yeah. <laughs> We both drink AG1 first thing every morning because it's not only the easiest way to make sure you're getting all your daily vitamins, it's also great for keeping the gut nice and healthy and regular and yeah, feeling good. That way
1: you're not caught by surprise on a, on a flight yeah, over
0: to Barcelona. If you've got an eight-hour flight to Europe... You need to stay regular. You're going to need some AG1. Yeah. AG1 is just one scoop of powder and water, and it's a very easy habit to stick to. AG1 has all your key health products like
1: multivitamins, minerals, pre- and probiotics, and more working together as one. It's made with 75 super high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food-sourced ingredients that deliver benefits like mood, immune system and sleep support, sustained energy, and so much more. No more need to fill an entire cabinet with different supplements to keep track of. AG1 replaces your multivitamin, your probiotic, and more in one simple drinkable habit. It's a foundational nutritional supplement that delivers comprehensive nutrients to support whole body health.
0: AG1 is daily nutrition made really simple. With just one scoop, I get the nutrients and gut health support that helps my whole body thrive and covers my nutritional bases. AG1 has quickly become just as important as that first cup of coffee for me. Don't even talk to me until I've had my AG1. Mm-hmm. So if you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs mm. with your first purchase. Take yeah. them on the plane That's with right. you. Go to drinkag1.com weird. That's drinkag1.com weird. Check it out. And this episode is also sponsored by Green Chef. Green
1: Chef is a CCOF-certified meal kit company. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Kickstart your clean eating routine this September with 80-plus weekly options, featuring nutritionist-approved and foodie-approved recipes. Choose from eight meal preferences, including new, quick and easy, calorie-smart, delicious discoveries, and plant-based options. Delicious discoveries.
0: Mm -hmm. Feel your best with nutritionist-approved recipes including calorie-smart meals under 700 calories, protein-packed meals with at least 40 grams of protein on average per serving, science-backed Mediterranean recipes, and flavorful plant-rich vegan and vegetarian meals featuring certified organic whole fruits and vegetables, good-for-you grains, and plant-based proteins. Get ahead of the busy season with Green Chef's convenient step-by-step recipes including dinners ready in 25 minutes or less, 10-minute lunches, grab-and-go lunches, and green bundles featuring clean snacks and functional beverages. Plus, cut down on meal prep with pre-portioned and prepped ingredients, including pre-measured sauces, spices, and dressings, delivered right to your door. Green Chef is owned by HelloFresh, who also sponsors this show, so
1: with plenty of options, there's always something for everyone to enjoy. We especially love how with Green Chef, you're not sacrificing flavor by eating healthier. You'll be amazed how delicious and healthy these meals are. And if you're like us, you'll love how many bowls options there are on the menu. Like next week's turkey coconut curry soup with rice. Mm. Yeah. Go to greenchef.com 60weird and use code 60weird to get 60% off plus free shipping. Again, that's 60% off plus free shipping with code 60weird at greenchef.com 60weird. Green Chef,
0: the number one meal kit for eating well. And now it's time for the headlines half of the show, starting with one that uh, hopefully finally puts an end. To the bullshit. It's not going to, Elliot. This is this exact scenario happened before. Yeah. And it's just going to keep happening. I'm sick of this. Pilot dies after plane crashes during gender reveal party in Mexico. And you
1: shouldn't watch the video, but it is a surreal
0: experience. Yeah, yeah it's... it's uh, I mean, uh, a lot of times with viral videos, it's like the the cameraman does a terrible job. In this case, they did... It's almost cinematic. It's, yeah, uh, it's,
1: it's bizarre because you... You see you this as tragedy the witness, unfold,
0: but no one else there sees it unfold. Yes, they're
1: all, like, unaware because they're staring directly at the uh, husband and wife or whatever.
0: And the plane has already flown over. Yeah, the plane drops the, the pink mist, and then immediately, like, the wings break off. Yeah, and... But by then, everyone's attention is on So the plane's crashing. The, the,
1: the, the person filming follows it and sees it crashing and then pans back and there's just confetti cannons and people celebrating. It is bizarre. Yeah. And horrific.
0: It's terrible.
1: Um, Again, imagine... At at this point, we've got to be coming to an age where someone whose relative
0: was either maimed or murdered... How old were you when you found out that someone uh, died so that your gender could be revealed? Yeah, I mean... And that's why you can't be trans. Someone gave their life yeah. so that you could be a boy and now you want to change into being a girl that's unfair this is why that's, to, happening. that's unfair yeah. to all the lives that were lost yeah it's the
1: ultimate long game
0: uh yeah no i uh even the person who like invented gender reveals which again it's not it's not a, a tradition it's like yeah the five mommy, it was years only blogger yeah, somebody who was like yeah you cut into a cake and it's yeah. got pink filling in it yeah i went to a baby shower recently and like uh they uh, they had this it was like a balloon within a balloon so you pop the outer balloon, and uh, the inside balloon pops, and it's pink or blue. Like, no mess at all. I was like, wow, that's pretty impressive. The Great only job. one
1: I've ever been to years ago was uh, the family gave, like, a box, and it had a, a, a pink or a blue shirt in it. It was, like, a pink shirt.
0: Yeah, it's it's not that big of a deal. Um, they're, like, they're like,
1: here you go, and they
0: pulled out the shirts and took pictures. There's no need to, to bring explosives. I mean, or... I personally
1: said, I said... This is boring. Do something cooler. Make maybe like a bomb with some pink mist in it.
0: Yeah. Where's the guns? Where's the tannerite? <laughs> yeah. Where's the plane? Airplanes. Where's the uh,
1: uh, in like county-wide f- wildfire that yeah. you caused, resulting in the deaths of firefighters?
0: It's got to stop, folks. We need yeah. to. We need to abolish gender. That's right. It's the only until, way. We're until we to can stop get to this. the bottom of this. Yeah. No more gender. Everyone's they. It's a pause. Paused. Oh speaking of which I haven't played Starfield yet, but my wife started playing it. Um which I I was I I she she asked me if she could play it and I was like, I don't think Oh you had to give your wife permi- permission to play video games, Elliot? Uh yeah, no, I was like, we don't have a we we have the Xbox One, so it's not gonna work. But you can stream it through Game Pass. Yeah. I didn't know it. And it and it worked pretty damn well. But yeah, I watched her do the character creation thing and like the fucking the fucking pronouns you is You wouldn't like, even notice. It, it. it happens yes. so fucking quickly. And it's by default set to the like heteronormative uh pronouns associated with the character model that you, you choose. Yeah. Like it's I knew it was going to be like a real nothing burger but actually after seeing it myself I'm like this is insane. Fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm currently
1: deep undercover investigating some uh some space pirates right now and things are going it's pretty crazy. Do you see the potatoes uh the person's like storing all their junk on their spaceship and the uh, uh potato physics? They, every time they see, find a potato, they grab it and throw it in their ship. And so they like had a potato on the ground and it, they open the door and the entire ship is just spilling <laughs> potatoes
0: everywhere. That's great physics. I didn't
1: even think about that because people were like, just they're actually using their ship instead of putting it in ship storage which is limited yeah. or on yourself which is limited you, you can, can just drop it on, it on the ground. floor <laughs>
0: and it'll stay there yeah it's, it's it's you could do that in like fallout yeah i just it. i didn't think about i didn't think about doing it on the spaceship i saw someone designed a, a ship that's literally just like a the frame of a cube and it's the, impossible for the ai to hit it because the ai always aims for the center okay, of mass yeah and they left that part <laughs> empty brilliant yeah I, I, said I, guess, that, I guess they're patching it though
1: yeah, there and there's uh, already mods out that I I wanna get my achievements, but there is a mod that unlocks like the NVIDIA processing because it was built. Oh, it doesn't with, have that? It they it could, but they had a partnership with AMD or something. All right. yeah. Anyways. Next headline. Let's get to that some oh, headlines right. here. Yeah, we news. Clay County parent responsible for more than one third of all Florida book challenges.
0: Yeah, they are so good at making it seem like there are more of them than there actually is it's like you see this with the school board meetings where it's like wait this is like you don't even go here this is like a couple dozen people who just literally travel the country like instead of going to Grateful Dead concerts they just go to school board meetings to yell but
1: they still do just as much
0: nitrous uh yeah yeah and uh, the bathroom's just as fucked up afterwards yep But, uh, yeah, just this one dude in Florida who really needs to pick up, like, pickleball or just some other habit. Just a hobby. Just a, he needs a fucking hobby. Get into model trains, buddy. He's submitted hundreds, hundreds of book challenges. He's the guy behind the Arthur Spin the Bottle book. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, it's this one, one person can just, like, tie up the entire state educational system if they so choose. And this man has chosen to do that.
1: Yeah, it's a wonderful system we have going here. It's great. We love it. You know, thinking of that, the happiest people I've ever seen are uh, old model train enthusiasts.
0: Yeah! You ask them one question about that model train, you've made their entire day. That's why, among the many reasons that American uh, passenger rail needs to be brought into the 21st century... People love it, they just don't know. So, the fact that our, our Amtrak fleet hasn't been updated in, like, 60 years... like. That's one of the key reasons why we have so many crazy fucking boomers is because people in this country don't grow up uh, around trains as much. If we bring back trains, old people will start uh, building model train sets in their basements instead of doing everything they're doing now. This will save lives.
1: I do love, yeah, the the pointing out of of, uh, old boomers building idyllic towns with mass transit within them is amazing, considering we could actually do that in real life. Yeah, Isn't it, it beautiful? My quaint
0: little town. It's got everything. It's got trolleys. No <laughs> need for a car. The train gets you wherever you need to go. Oh, man. Anyway, I voted no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not want that in my backyard. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's, it ruins the view. It's devaluing all of our home It brings home in all prices. the
1: hudlums. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just in there with his cap on yeah. going, woo. Woo. <laughs>
0: Okay, anyways, next headline. Three-legged bear named tripod takes three cans of white claw from Florida family's backyard. Alright, tripod, you, you stay safe out there. All We're right. not even gonna fight you. One white claw for each leg of yours, which yeah. each has white claws on it. Yes. Perfect. But yeah, I love this because like uh this bear having three legs, the the whole neighborhood knows exactly they they have a personal relationship with this bear. It's not just a generic bear. It's like, oh that's tripod. Yeah, well And you know, you know what? If Tripod took the white claws, well those are tripods' white claws. It's like so they, Frank the tank. Yeah, no one in the neighborhood seems to have a problem with this bear. They're like, no. we live here in nature, it's fine. It's his, it's his just as much as and, it's ours.
1: And it appears as though Tripod has not mauled anyone, correct? No. So there you go. Humans and animals living in harmony because they don't fuck with them. Yeah. In fact, they get them drunk every once in a while.
0: Yeah. I, I wonder what, what the experience is like as a bear drinking, drinking White Claws. Probably. Well, uh, I, I don't
1: know. Because it would, to me, I feel like the bear would be like, this tastes like nuclear waste. But also, the feeling I get afterwards is pretty They clearly good. liked it. I mean, they, bears probably eat fermented
0: shit all the time. Yeah. So that's they, that's how alcohol was like discovered mo- a, originally. Monkeys it, got wasted on that Or shit. at least like, the theory is that yeah. like people saw their animals eating like rotten fruit. And were like, huh, it looks like he's having a great time.
1: Yeah, I should try that too. I wouldn't
0: normally eat that rotten fruit, but that animal is having a blast. Yeah. I will have some of that fruit myself. Mm-hmm. This is pretty cool. But there's got to be an easier way. Yeah, What if we could make this into a liquid? That we could just drink. Amazing. Tourists are flocking to New York City to go on rat tours to see the iconic mascots of the metropolis, says Report. Uh, I'm your
1: tour guide. Just go down into the subway and look on the tracks.
0: Yeah, this is funny because, like, you don't need a tour guide. It is... uh, Just go literally anywhere in New York. Walk down the sidewalk. Especially after midnight. uh, Especially in... I, I guess some of the areas now have real trash cans, but anywhere where they're still just like throwing their garbage on the sidewalk, mm-hmm. you're gonna see more rats than you've ever seen in your fucking life. Huge ones too. Just uh, and the, and and just flagrant with it. The rats know that they are. They are in charge. They are. Yeah, they run this place. Yeah, Eric Adams ain't shit. Yeah, they, I mean, but yeah, maybe people are people are now. They're like, oh, Eric Adams is he appointed that rat czar? He's trying to take down the rats. So this might be the last time to see them in their natural oh, New yeah. York habitat. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, did you see the video of, like, all the rats poking their heads out from that little sewer? Ugh, There's, yeah. like, ten of them. Like, it looks like a movie. A lot of people are like, oh, it's so cute. Yeah, I think it's cute.
0: I mean, it is, rats, aside from their tails, they I don't can't, mind the tails. They can, I don't, I don't, like them. Yeah. I don't like a furry animal having a tail. You never had a kid than... that had a rat for a pet? Oh, yeah, you I mean. a friend? Yeah, but that, yeah, pet rats are cool. Yeah. They're usually, they're usually white and clean. Uh, not covered in dirt and trash and disease.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah, if you're, if you're, you know, if there's some history behind this little walking tour, then maybe. I like learning stuff on a little walking tour. But, like, if you're just trying to see some rats, yeah, really yeah. just take the subway.
0: Literally, just go. They <laughs> scurry before and after the trains come by. Go buy a piece of pizza and just leave it on the sidewalk and yeah. stand back about 10 feet. There, yeah. A rat will present itself. Mm-hmm. And it'll be the biggest rat you've ever fucking seen. Just ginormous.
1: Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene said that stuck Burning Man festival goers are probably being brainwashed that climate change is the root of
0: all evil. Huh, I mean, my, my lived mean, experience is telling me that this is real. I mean, yeah, I would, I would hope so. Because yeah. that's that's what happened. Weird. It's weird how all of these uh, record-breaking, unusual weather events are happening more and more. And this thing that we love, Burning Man, uh, has turned into hell on earth thanks to weather events that literally should not be happening Mm -hmm. maybe we should do something about this climate change. that's like the one thing about all these rich assholes going to burning man that actually uh might be a positive thing is that uh, they have experienced uh firsthand like you know the effects of climate change on a civilization even though it's a fake temporary civilization uh and combine that with doing uh psychedelic drugs maybe we'll have uh, some sort of Eureka moment about, hey, wait, I have a billion dollars. I can probably do something about this. No,
1: they're going to take the wrong message from it. And that message is going to be that I'm a big tough guy who can survive big,
0: big scary things. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't bet on it, but it would. I, I can hope. Yeah. It's all I can hope for. But uh, yeah. That would be the intended goal
1: of uh, attending something like that uh, and then having that happen. A little eye-opening experience, but uh, probably not.
0: But yeah, MTG just like, oh, you probably think that just because you're in like a <laughs> climate anomaly that should absolutely shouldn't happen, that uh, there must be changes happening in the climate. And her her actual explanation, she's like, it wasn't climate change. It was God looking at all that sin they were doing out there in the desert. Bitch, shut the fuck up. You're so jealous you can't go and get banged, by, banged on by like 12 she dudes. She seems like... She's a burner. She She would would love it. She had that fucking CrossFit and Burning Man. A lot of crossover there. Uh And she fucked that Zangief cosplayer. He definitely goes to Burning Man. Or at least wants to. She's like very upset that she can't
1: go. And so is lashing out. They need to send her to Burning Man. No. She she needs it more than anyone else. They should have uh, Burning Man for uh, old weirdos. Old cranks.
0: I mean, they got like... uh,
1: it's like hedonism down in uh,
0: Brazil or whatever. Hedonism too.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wherever that
0: happened, yeah. It's a Jamaica, I believe. Mean. <laughs> okay. The ripping and the tearing. <laughs> oh. Ten-year-old led Arizona troopers on chase as fathers sat in passenger seat, authorities say. Was the dad That's, too drunk to drive? Yes. <laughs> it's literally that. He had a beer in his hand when they pulled him over. Nah. Like, I, what? I, I didn't want to drink and drive. I so was doing the responsible thing. I thought I'd have a fatherly moment with my son and teach him to drive and yeah. uh, be responsible and sit here in the passenger seat. Yeah. You're ruining what? this bonding moment. So yeah, not charged with DUI, but uh, charged with child endangerment and a bunch of other crimes. Mm-hmm. So didn't work out too good. Mm-mm. But sobered up and
1: drove the next day. Probably. Uh, I would hope so. Yeah. Sir, we cannot give you a DUI. It is... Clearly you are not driving. But... yeah, Yeah. Dog runs away from home, sneaks into Metallica concert at SoFi Stadium. I was at this
0: show. I did not see the dog. I... There's no... They don't explain at all how this happened, but yeah, a Apparently dog, it's a local, like, known dog. Yes, yeah, like, so it's like German Shepherd in Inglewood, right next to the stadium, and it got out of the, the yard... And then somehow got into the stadium, into the stands. And sat in the seat. Yeah, just like enjoying the Metallica show. Yeah. Um, Yeah, pretty strange. Well, it was a great show, although I feel
1: bad. I mean, the dog had a choice. It could have left. It got in. But I I feel bad. And I see this a lot with people and their dogs. They bring them into very loud places. And dogs' hearing is very sensitive. And I always feel bad when I see a dog at like even an outdoor festival.
0: They also really don't like bass. Yeah. Uh, in particular, because it, it sets off, it's, you know, fireworks. and other, they, They're very sensitive to base. Yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah, people taking their dogs to shows, it's always strange to me. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it. Police rushed to reports of ritual mass murder, but it was just a yoga class. <laughs> people have lost their fucking minds. Uh, yeah, so it was a yoga class, and, like, You know, depending on how uh, granola-y, there's a a wide range in yoga classes. You go to some, and it's pretty straightforward. It's an athletics thing. You go to some, it's more of a spiritual thing. But in a lot of them, at the end of the class, it's like you do the corpse pose, which is literally just laying on your back, and maybe they turn the lights off, maybe ring some of those, like, Tibetan bells or whatever. Mm -hmm. Someone walking past this yoga studio looked in and saw dozens of people, you know, lying on their backs, not moving and figured uh, it must have been some uh, mass suicide uh, cult ritual and called the cops. So these people, after getting out of yoga class, probably feeling so refreshed and so, uh, you know, calmed. Yeah. yeah, immediately just like 50 cop cars show up. Ruining. Ruining everything that they'd accomplished in that class.
1: Remember when I tried to do yoga and the lady yelled at me for wearing sandals into the yoga studio? Yeah. Yeah and then i never did yoga again i was like well i don't want to get athlete's foot so i'm just going to leave well you got to try a different studio they're all different did people walking around disgusting with their bare feet all over this I mean, and it was like hot yoga too oh, so it was just oh. like humid and just sweaty people walking around with their feet on the ground just like i can get to my little area I mean, and then it, i'll take my sandals off
0: if you have a problem with bare feet yeah yoga is not the one for you
1: it wasn't the one for me i need to do it though i'm all i don't stretch enough
0: i was i had a pretty good run with yoga during the the Pandemic. Mm-hmm. I was able to get real, real stretched out. But uh, yeah, haven't done it in a while, and my back is telling me it's time. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's getting old, sucks. Tesco gives workers body cams after rise in violent attacks.
0: <laughs> Tesco is a supermarket in Britain, yeah. and uh, yeah, they're, they're going to put police body cams on all of their cashiers and shit because i guess they just that's gonna stop things yeah i don't understand the logic because the whole reason we put cameras on cops is because cops can't be trusted to tell yeah. the truth yeah so we need like real-time uh video confirmation of everything they say happened yeah there's already cameras i would assume in the market anyway yeah, the, the body cams aren't to stop crime they're to stop cops from committing crimes. yeah so yeah i don't understand the logic behind this but yeah i guess it's gotten so bad that they're they want Extra cameras and here, on the workers. here in
1: America, there was an article that said that Walmart's putting, like, police substations in some of their stores. I mean, in a lot
0: of towns in this country, Walmart is it's basically the town square. The town yeah. square so, yeah. yeah, I mean, might as well. I mean, the LAPD, I don't know if they do this as much anymore, but in, like, the 80s and 90s, like, they had dedicated stations in, like, every mall. Because yeah. it's just like, this is where all the people are. This is yeah. where the youth hangs out. Makes sense. Now they got that robot
1: roaming around at one of those Westfield or whatever they are. Yeah, they need to throw that in the fountain. Yeah, people need to tip those things over more. Yeah. Not condoning it, I'm just saying. Just saying it'd be pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) There's this one at the uh, airport parking lot that just sits there and beeps and there's nothing you can do about it. And you have to wait like 15 minutes for a shuttle bus to get to the airport. And it's just making this like everything's okay alarm the entire time.
0: I love an everything's okay alarm.
1: That's what it is, basically.
0: It's like everything's operating normally, there are no crimes. Beep! Beep! Well, I'm so comforted by this news. Yeah. And final headline, 11,000 runners disqualified from Mexico City Marathon for cheating. Incredible. Fully one-third of contestants. Yeah. uh, Did you look into why this was happening? So, it sounds like a lot of them just took, like, shortcuts um, around, like, through parks. And, like, I have to imagine... I feel bad because, like, I have to imagine a lot of these people are just following the person in front of them. Could be, yeah. But uh, a few of them definitely just like straight up took public transportation or got picked up in cars.
1: So the the uh, prevailing theory is because the Mexico City Marathon, in particular, decided to do like a hype beast type thing, where for I think it was like five years, yeah, five years. So it would spell out the, it would spell out Mexico if you went to and completed every marathon. Uh... It was like a different letter every time. With, uh, and you could only get it that one year. So people were just signing up and, like, just showing up at the finish line and getting through and being like, oh, thank you for my medal, and then putting them on eBay. Oh, interesting. And I guess one of the new things that they did kind of the similar thing is, like, it's a different kind of puzzle that you put together after completing it so many times. So people are just cheating to get the puzzle pieces. They're just doing because, it for the merch. Yes, because it's a
0: limited edition thing. That's funny. Like, I don't want to run 26.5 miles. Yeah. But I do want
1: that cool medal that can go for, uh, you would assume, a lot of money online. That's
0: interesting. That, that would make sense. Because, yeah, I guess, like, they're saying, like, the last two years, they've also, like, had, like, literally thousands of people disqualified for cheating. And it's like, why does this keep happening at this particular marathon? But that would explain it. Yeah.
1: That's the best theory I've seen. So uh, it's, it's, it's just hype-beast <laughs> shit. It's like they're giving out chest one sauce at the end of the, Damn. the race. Damn. Or, like, some Supreme clothes or something. So there you go. That's probably what's happening. I need to see these medals. I didn't look it up at the time, yeah. But I was very curious as to why there were so many. It must people be cheating. pretty cool. Yeah, but your uh, your theory is good too because like one person goes off the wrong way, and you know that it yeah. naturally. You're people not are looking
0: at the map while you're doing especially
1: the if there's a bunch. Once more people start doing it, you feel like you're the wrong one. Yeah, going who's going the way that you thought you were going. So. Yeah. So, anyways, that's it for this week's episode of Weekly Weird News. You made it. You made it to the end. Congratulations. Uh, your parting gift is giving this video a like. Thank you so much. You did. We really it. appreciate you pressed it. Press the like button. Hit I the saw, like I button. I saw you do it, and I'm so glad you did. We love you for it. Uh, in the meantime, make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Leave a comment if you want, and be sure to check out our most recent videos. Rotten Tomatoes might be corruptible. Shocked. Uh, and then we have Elon news. And there's also Elon news in that one too. And uh, too much. It's uh, it's not great. Not great news. Not but love uh, this guy. Check out those videos, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.